How's your life, Brendan? My life is good. I just got back from a lovely dinner with my friends, Matt and Erica, your friends as well. They are they are lovely folk. They cooked me a lamb, and I consumed it. Matt For cooks real? a mean lamb. They cooked you a lamb? Well, part of a lamb. The rest we slaughtered in our annual pagan <laughs> sacrifice. It is two days after Easter. Brendan is naked, covered in blood, <laughs> wearing a sheep's wool. Yeah, but that's how I record every podcast. That's just me getting into character. <laughs> Children's Hour of Knowledge. So I wanted to talk a little bit uh, about the podcast. Tell me more. In a in a little bit of a meta way. Yeah. Like, talk about what it is to us and its history. To me, and it's everything good in my life. All the positive things that have happened to me in the last six years are a direct or indirect result of uh, working with you on a podcast about an idiot and puppets. That's exactly what I was going for. Yeah. Improving Brendan's quality of life. I'm, I'm kind of a charity project that way. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's It's been time-consuming, but... Uh, you do get a tax deduction for it, though. Every year I get to write off eight grand <laughs> for saving Brendan. What is the podcast to you? The podcast to me is a much-needed creative outlet. The podcast makes me happy. Me too. Listeners, Stephen is very special to me and has done amazing things, and I owe a lot of my life to him. That's legit. That is not joke material. That is just me interrupting the flow of this podcast to drop some heavy feels. Brendan, you're so sweet. Brendan, everything Brendan said times two is what I feel. Well, of course, you have to f***ing top me. You can't just let me have that. More... Like what he said, but a little more heartfelt, I think. <laughs> and better. That's what... More eloquent. And a little better. Worded better. More thoughtful and slightly more personalized. Are we going to put up a podcast that's just the two of us verbally making out with each other? I think, honestly, people would be into this. We can make <laughs> kissy noises. I, yeah, I think people would be into that. I can also dub some music over here, like some slow just jazz, you know. Bow, bow, or a beat. Bow. And not that, nothing like that. I can feel it crazy. I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> no, keep going. Those words. How do you hear the rest of that song? Was that Prince? Try to hold back this feeling. Oh, no. It got way worse. I thought it was Prince. And then it... But if you feel like I feel... Honey. All right, now we're in violation of copyright law, so that's good. Come on. Let's get it on. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's different enough from the source material. <laughs> That nobody would ever recognize it. I think that's fair. Yeah. We could take this to court. I'll die on this cross. And we'd have to say, ladies and gentlemen, the jury. I wrote that song just now. Tell me with a straight face that you recognize Marvin Gaye in that rendition. Whom? (laughs) Oh, none of this should go online, (laughs) Brendan. All of this This, is going online. This should be our third third hand... This is going to be our we, longest we, podcast ever because we we deserve <laughs> to have our idiocy broadcast to our poor unsuspecting we, we listeners. We have two unaired behind the actors studio podcasts. We do. They never go well. Sitting in a folder somewhere. The only ones that have ever been good were when we interviewed each other. That's true. Should we switch should we switch formats? Should we try to do that? Do you have interview questions prepared? Yes. <laughs> All right.
You start. A knock-knock joke is not an interview question. Fuck. Brendan, thank you for joining us today on Behind the Actors Studio. Oh, hi. Welcome to me. Welcome to you. Uh, I have some questions prepared here. Oh, I'm, I'm happy to answer questions. Let me sort up this stack of papers. I like the sound effects of you shuffling them. your note cards. Oh, yeah, that's... That is clearly what you're actually I'm doing. actually holding papers in my hand. Uh, but you know what? We're going to go off script here. Oh. My carefully prepared stack of questions. I'm setting it to the side. Make it sound like you're putting it on a fire. That's convincing. That's good. I'm outside. I'm near a, a fire pit. <laughs> is this a visualization no... exercise? Well, I don't want people to think I'm violating any code. The fire is warm. Its light dances along your face and shoulders. You're getting very sleepy. You're naked. We should do that. We should do a double improvised guided meditation. Nothing we improvise ever goes well. This is the lesson of our comedic partnership. We cannot do shit improv. We can do that. All right, come on. Let's do it. All right. <clears throat> You're standing near the crackling fire. Embers rise up into the night sky. On the walls of the cave, shadows dance, revealing paintings of the bears and oxen you have slain. One of the bears has a huge dong. <laughs> its name is Dong Bear. It is your spirit. <laughs> oh, God. This is gold. This is, the secret this... game of this is you just trying to get me to crack first. <laughs> okay, let, let's start fresh. Right. Fresh, guided meditation. You start, go. You're lying on your back on warm, dry sand on the beach. Waves slowly lap up the beach to touch your toes and cause you to come to wakefulness and stand up. You mount your dirt bike erotically. It's caked with sand and grime from a long day's ride. This joker's out of gas, you think out loud. The only thing to do is to siphon from the meth dealers down the road. It's dangerous. That's all right. You're in a safe place in this meditation. No harm will come to you. You draw an Uzi out of your messenger bag. Draw back the part of the gun that puts the bullet into the chamber. <laughs> with a satisfying chk chk There isn't one sound. of those on an Uzi. There's no. definitely one of those on an Uzi. <laughs> and start marching toward the meth dealers. You feel radiant light glowing out of your bones. The PCP you took will give you the strength to defeat them. You kick down the door of the head crime boss headquarters. They call him the Skull. He has a tattoo of a skull on his face and no skin on his head. It's just a skull. He's been dead for years. He cannot hurt you. You are shielded by the holiness inside you as you spray the entire trailer with bullets from your modified Uzi that you made at home. But what's this? You're not inside of an old meth-addled trailer. This trailer is your fears. And you've riddled them with bullets. They won't die. They just keep coming. 
No, you defeated your fears. Okay. One of your fears is of being contradicted in front of a live audience. But that's all right. You idiot. Brendan appears. <laughs> I guess there's a bunch of fears here, he says. I appear. I'm tall. I don't look like Zach Galifianakis. Stephen is clad in glowing robes. And even the loose fabric is cast aside to reveal the heavy bulge of his... I'm riding a unicorn. Brendan sits cross-legged in a pile of garbage. I was going to say puddle of urine, but yeah, that works too. It can be both. <laughs> Urine-soaked garbage. Both of us hold out our hands. Whose hand will you take? Weigh in in the comments. <laughs> Brendan bites the back of your hand. Black tar comes seeping out of the wound. Clearly, it's gingivitis from Brendan's mouth. Not what gingivitis is. Gingivitis can manifest as a viscous, <laughs> venom-like black tar. Only if you haven't brushed your teeth in roughly 40 years, which is true of me, so we can keep going with that part. Stephen cures your wounds with a kiss from his bearded face. This is what I would do if we met outside of a guided visualization. I just want you to know. Brendan is cast down into the pit. The beach and the meth lab and the dirt bike all vanish. You are just there in a glowing field of cloud. Stephen and his unicorn and a bunch of shaved goats who are there for reasons we're not going to go into. We're going to slowly bring you out of the hypnosis. I'm going to count from 10. When I reach the number one, you will awaken. And you won't remember any of this fucking podcast, please. None of this will be in your memory. It'll just be a vague memory of being really impressed, actually. Sort of by, turned by on. What a, what a good job we did. You're going to be, you're going to have a half chub. Whatever, whatever your gender. Half chub, that's going to happen. Nine. You're slowly, you're coming out of it. Eight. Your body feels light, suffused with warmth like a fresh dryer sheet. Fresh dryer sheet blowing in the wind. Seven. The dryer sheet rises up. Eight. You're deeper. Oh, that took a twist. I did not expect Deeper that. into the meditative state. Nine. You'll never escape now. Ten. You're trapped. Eleven. You can no longer tell the difference between dream and reality. Twelve. Can we go to jail if this, like, separates a lot of people's self from the body and they become lost inside their own minds? See, it's like one of those things where if you die in a dream, you die in real life. Um, yeah, that's what's going to happen. And the, the cause of death will never be determined. Brendan, we can't post this. We have to. It's the only way to find the real killer. Yeah.